tell me it does, doesn't look amazing having that big, huge pile of dirt. <laughs> I'm, it, I very much missed the cleanliness. It's just weird of that dirt, though. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just it. There's nobody else has dirt like them. No, no, and no, I'll be honest. Even in California, I could not get dirt like this, unless you were spending, like, you know, eight dollars a cubic foot, nine dollars a cubic foot in bulk. It's beautiful, it's clean, it's uniform. I didn't see squat this time in the way of pollutants, you know. Mm-hmm. And and even their bags, which were like two cubic feet, I think, for $4.50 or $5, it's still an amazing, <laughs> you know, deal when mm-hmm. it comes to, to what they have. So the fact that we came up with the truck and they were just like, oh, yeah, go ahead, you know. And they're like, hey, good, you got your truck back. It's like, yeah, it was held hostage. I got it. <laughs> so... And uh, they laughed about that, and we got my truck, and man, and that we were able to get both of those loads. That was that was the pretty amazing part. Mm-hmm. So inside of I think an hour and a half, nah, probably just an hour, <laughs> we were able to get them. So that's pretty good. But uh, those guys are always friendly. They pack it down, and uh, how many guys have ever bought you a truck of dirt? No guys have ever bought me anything <laughs> so oh, there you go. <laughs> but no i'm very excited and happy and now i get to plant out things which is super exciting because i've been wanting to do that for you know the past two weeks because mm-hmm. all of my all of the winter crops are supposed to be out there already so now i can get more winter crops out there because once all of the beds that we've built are you know full and ready to go then we start topping off the ones in the back and the productivity begins so yeah no, I'm, I'm very excited and uh it's it was colder last night than anybody was you know used to the past mm-hmm. couple of days it actually got down to 56 so that was nice and except that i left the the window open in the bathroom and went in there when it was dang cold <laughs> so but yeah that's crazy. It was just crazy. So, but what does our weekend look like? Um, well, today it's the high is only 64, which is a nice keep the house open mm-hmm. and, you know, just enjoy that breeze <laughs> kind of temperature. And then tomorrow is supposed to be 73 and on Sunday it's supposed to be 78. The lows are 54, 54 and 61. So, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm down. For sure. So that that makes me absolutely happy. I'm 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 ready for some good work this weekend. We have fence pickets already. You know, we're, we we said we're not going to be spending money for the next, you know, two weeks. But, you know, we've already got the fence pickets and we've already got the two by fours. And so we can already build and do everything that we want to do. So, I mean, that's that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we definitely have the stuff to keep us busy. I'm not the stuff to buy new stuff like my walkway or anything. But we can probably get some of that uh, those wood shavings if we wanted, and uh, I can get a stack or two of his pallet wood because the pallet wood was really cheap for what it was, and I've got some ideas on what to do with that. So, you know, I'm very I am very curious how um, expensive his wood chips are, just because if, if that mulch is so much cheaper than 
I mean, yeah, black mulch looks nice, but mm, it, out here, it's it because of how much sun everything gets, it's yeah, really it not smart. Yeah, just bleached out inside of a couple of months last time anyways, and we got the stuff that's guaranteed to last for a year, so what we have to do is just bag it up and bring it back and say it faded. Yeah, yeah no, that but, does, doesn't work. But that stuff is like, that's what, that kind of mulch is what people layer, you know, mm-hmm. two inches thick for pathways, and they don't have to worry about weeds or anything, because... That's just what the pathways are made out of, and I was thinking about that, considering we're already, you know, about to get rid of the majority of our grass anyways. Mm-hmm. There's no reason not to, and plus it'll give us that, you know, even, you know, extra bit of don't have to worry about having to dig up all of that when we do, you know, start converting everything around and putting more and more things in the backyard and the garden moves over to the north lot, because, you know, it's just, it's going to change everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> so... I just figured it's probably not, you know, if it's if it's not expensive, then it's not, you know, it's probably a smart idea to start killing off some of that grass, <laughs> and then I don't have to worry about it growing up into the garden beds over any period of time as well, because then it'll be dead. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, out here, killing off grass is so hard to do, doing it by constantly having a walking path made out of mulch, <laughs> that's one way to do it. Mm-hmm. But no, so I'm just I'm curious what that is, and then on top of that, for using it for the garden, because I have to mulch the potatoes, um, especially or not the potatoes. I mean, I have to mulch potatoes, but the onions I have in, I have to mulch the onions, especially if I'm going to be, you know, trying to make sure that they all grow, and I still have more onions to plant. So I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to put things, because I don't know if I'm going to plant the rest of those, like interplanting between mm-hmm. other plants or if I'm going to create another row in one of my uh, back beds for more onions because you think that they like take up a lot of space because they bulb but they they really don't for the amount that mm-hmm. I'm growing it's not that bad so now for the rest of the beds that we're looking at growing for us are you thinking squares or are you thinking rectangles what do you, which what or what are you thinking well, one of them's going to be... Or an L. Yeah, I know I'm going to do yeah. your L, but I'm talking about the other ones. Um, well, I I don't know. I, you like the rectangles better, so I would assume that you'd want to just have rectangles. I, I like them all, but I like it, when I do the squares, I like them uniform, which isn't really the way you're doing things, and that's fine. That's why I'm asking, specifically, is how you'd want them. So. Well, the ones that are going along the path... Mm-hmm. I assumed we're going to be rectangles because that's what okay. you like. Okay. And the path isn't uh, the pathway is not, you know, my territory really. I'm just going to be putting things in there, but whatever it's set up as is what I'm going to deal with. Okay. No worries. I've I've got ideas and different sizes and different things, and it's like I know you like having different things for different sizes because different plants require have different requirements too. So. As long as, you know, yeah, you want the L, so I'm going to go with two longs and then one long or, you know, we'll we'll get it all figured out. We'll get it all mapped out, so no worries for that. But in the meantime, good morning. It is Friday, February 24th. The week, the week and the month are almost over. It's crazy. And you are on the Stupid Podcast on Everything where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So how many days we got today? Two. Awesome. What are they? Go ahead. Uh, the first one is National Tartar Sauce Day. Heck yeah. There are many reasons for observing National Tartar Sauce Day the Friday after Lent begins. 
things start to get fishy for one. For another, tartar sauce complements more than just fish. So it's time to get the celebration started by counting the ways. Fabulous for dunking fries, fritters, and battered appetizers, tartar sauce adds a zesty tang to fried foods. When used as a sauce, it adds a creamy brightness to fish, chicken, and beef recipes. As a marinade, it's excellent for grilling, too. Mix it into a pasta or potato salad. Add it to steamed vegetables, and tartar sauce completes a meal. But tartar sauce doesn't stop there. Have a hankering for Tex-Mex? Add some spice and top off your tacos. Are spring rolls on the menu? For sweeter dipping, mix a little coconut extract into the sauce. Turn up the heat with wasabi, but keep it fresh with chopped cucumber. For every season, from shore to garden, tartar sauce adds up to a versatile condiment no matter where you are. How will you celebrate National Tartar Sauce Day? So to observe the day, have a little or a lot of tartar sauce with any part of your meal. Try a new recipe using gross. <laughs> Try a new recipe using tartar sauce. Or create an all new recipe. And definitely, you know, let us know what your favorite way to eat tartar sauce is cuz I don't really care for tartar sauce. Oh, I, <laughs> I think that it's one of those things cuz well, but I also don't really like fish sticks and things like that. So, I I mean, I I like the fish and chips when we get them from the good places. But then I like mm-hmm. eating them the way with the the malt vinegar. Mm-hmm. So, no, I'm 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 100 with you. And out here we have uh, what we didn't have on the West Coast, which is called Captain D's, and their fish is amazing. But mm-hmm. out here, people generally do fish pretty well. So it's 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 nice how people do because in California we hated catfish, hated it. I mean seriously, it tasted like pond water. It tasted like mud. It tasted like dirt. Out here, it's clean. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. I didn't like cornmeal breading in California. Out here, the cornmeal breading is really good, especially at like four J's, you know, places mm-hmm. like that. There was holy crud. Their stuff is so good. So and I do like tartar sauce and I do like making my own tartar sauce and I do like, you know, um, altering it because I'm I alter everything. There isn't anything that I generally leave alone for more than I mean, one. What's the one food that I leave alone? your omelet that's it that's the one i one thing i don't touch other other than that it's like everything's my mind fair game so and uh yeah i mean it's pretty uh it's pretty pretty fun to make tartar sauce but a lot of times i'll make it and it'll just sit there but like the my last one that i made that i thought was really good i actually used uh smoked pepper uh smoked paprika in it um i used fresh dill over um dried dill which i don't know if i would do that again because fresh dill breaks down in the in the mayonnaise and uh or you can call it aioli if you want to be fancy but mayonnaise and uh it makes it a little more liquidy and so i'd have to compensate for that plus there's just some things that dried spices and herbs are just better in you know so and but I like tartar sauce. I do. But I'm I'm with you. If if I can get some good English fish and chips with some malt vinegar, heck, I would dip them in malt uh, tartar sauce after I put malt vinegar on them. So, you know, I don't I don't know how it goes for me right now with the insomnia and parosmia, but you know, I'm still willing to def- definitely do that. And we've got to take a trip out to Dallas here at some point in the future, so, you know, in a couple of weeks. For what? Just, just cuz we haven't. Okay. It doesn't need to be a big reason. It's just we haven't. So we talked about Cidercade and we were talking about that. And then I saw, I don't, I, I think it was, oh man, I'm fairly certain there was a scene somewhere 
in something I was watching. Yeah, where I saw them at a an In and Out Burger, and I was like, oh. So In and Out Burger, Cidercade, and then Roundtable, kind of for a day type situation. Just sounds like a, an awesome day. Mm-hmm. And at some point, we're going to need to unwind. I mean, we are just you know we're we're very busy. So that's just that's awesome. So, but mm. anyways, so what's our what's our second day? Our second day is National Tortilla Chip Day. So, National Tortilla Chip Day on February 24th celebrates a crunchy chip that provides a multitude of ways to enjoy it. The day also shares the chip's history and many ways to enjoy this delicious snack food. Everyone loves tortilla chips. We most commonly served them with salsa, chili con queso, guacamole, cheese dips, or other dips. Tortilla chips are made from corn tortillas cut into wedges and then fried. The tortillas are made from corn, vegetable oil, salt, and water. Typically made with yellow corn, tortillas can also be made with white, blue, or red corn. Even though tortilla chips have always been considered to be a Mexican food, known as tostadas, they were first mass-produced in Los Angeles in the late 1940s. Rebecca Webb Carranza Mm -hmm. receives credit for making the crisp chips popular. She and her husband operated a deli and tortilla factory in Los Angeles, and its creation happened almost by accident. Inspiration struck when the tortilla manufacturing machine discarded the misshapen tortilla. Carranza realized they could be cut into triangles and fried. She then sold them for a dime a bag at the El Zorape Tortilla Factory. Okay. Carranza received the Golden Tortilla Award in 1994 for her contribution to the Mexican food industry. The United States is one of the primary markets for tortilla chips. Another favorite dish made with tortilla chips is nachos. Ignacio Mm -hmm. Nacho Anaya created the dish we call nachos around the year 1943. The tortilla chips are served with melted or shredded cheese. Additional toppings are often added, such as meat, salsa, refried beans, tomatoes, diced onion, lettuce, olives, jalapeno, guacamole, and sour cream. So, to absorb... National Tortilla Chip Day. Celebrate by eating tortilla chips. Make some nachos. You're ahead of Make the times. Huh? You had chips yesterday. <laughs> so, I always have chips. Oh, yeah. Make homemade tortilla chips. In- invite friends and family to enjoy tortilla chips with your favorite toppings or visit a local restaurant with the best fresh-made chips. Don't forget to give them a shout-out as always. What Mexican restaurant that you've been to has your favorite chips and salsa? Um, well, I, I said it last time and I say, I'll say it again. I think the chips from, um, El Toro are really good, Mm -hmm. but the sauces from, um, Mario's is, are, are better. Yeah. And, uh, and my favorite chips, actually, my, my favorite chips were from Chevy's when I would have Chevy's cause they were thin tortilla chips. I, I, you know. I'm not a big fan of just regular tortilla chips in general. Like, I'm not. We talked yesterday about the Dorito bomb, right? Mm -hmm. And that's like, yes, of course, I like the Dorito bomb, but I think it's kind of my exception to the rule. I don't do nachos, and I don't do nachos mostly because I don't like thick corn chips, you know? So, I just, I don't know. I I just, corn is not one of my favorite things in anything other than its natural form. But there are things that I do like corn for. But tortilla chips, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I'd ever just bought tortilla chips with just the urge to have tortilla chips, which is funny because I love buying picante sauce and salsas and everything else. But I find them 
everything to use for it culinarily. I think it's just funny that you like tortilla. Like you don't really enjoy tortilla chips, but you love just like putting salsa on a tortilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but we also always eat flour tortillas more than we eat regular tortillas. So, it kind of makes sense. It's just it's. I just think it's funny. <laughs> we. We enjoy, I mean, I love tortilla chips, I. but I think that my thing is that I think I just have, like, I, I get low on electrolytes and I really want salt, and so those are the things That's that I fair, crave yeah. when I want it, because there's enough salt on something like that, and that it just makes me mad if they're not salty, because then it's like, well what's the point of wanting chips if they're not going to be salted <laughs> like and so it's like whenever i see things it's like oh lightly salted i'm like what no <laughs> i want the salt give me the sodium i need it i'm mm-hmm. i'm craving the saltiness like I, it that's was my a, pretzel life right there see and i think it's so funny because you and i have two very different preferences mm-hmm. when it comes to salt levels i think the things that you salt to your like 100 percent taste levels are too salty mm-hmm. and i but i but i think that i enjoy thicker pieces of salt like in a one by one fashion like i feel like <laughs> pretzel salt especially at uh fox house the pretzel salt mm. that they use i feel like it's just straight up like i'm putting like five pieces of himalayan pink salt <laughs> in my mouth and they're so salty and so i like scrape it off and then you're always like dipping more of it <laughs> because i'm scraping wine off and you're taking them onto your piece I just think it's funny. I'd rather have their pretzel and just straight up butter. I'd be so satisfied because it, they're so good. And so it's just, but I mean, again, I, I also am that person that every single time a recipe goes for unsalted butter, I go, <laughs> you're funny because <laughs> I think that every, I think you say it all the time. Salt brings mm-hmm. out the flavor of a dish. Absolutely. So I think it's the same thing with baking and it's especially more so with baking because everything's so sweet. If you put salt in it, it kind of cuts the sweetness just to the right point that it's not just this horrendously syrupy grossness in your mouth. It's actually whatever flavor it's supposed to be. So if it's a maple syrup that sweetened it, you taste the maple in the sweetener Mm -hmm. instead of just tasting a sugary mass of gross. If you're using, you know, brown sugar instead of regular sugar, if you add salt to it, you can taste the difference. I feel like anything that uses unsalted butter and adds no salt to their things, like I tripled the amount of salt that I put in my bread just because the last two times I would eat it and I was like, there's not enough salt in it. Mm -hmm. And then this time it tastes amazing to me. And it does not like, it doesn't make the bread salty. It just makes it so that it's, you know, it's just warm. it's, It's a nice, like bad, Back of your mouth, like, oh, man, that's a good, nice, warm feeling of flavor. Like, it's just, I don't know. But, yeah, yeah no, so I made I made bread. I made uh, regular white bread, sandwich bread, uh, and I made banana bread, and I made uh, tortillas. Yeah. <laughs> so I made all the things, and I literally was sitting there thinking about whether or not I was going to make corn tortillas and then whether or not I would make chips, but I was like, it's really not worth it. Because it it just not for the how much chips are a bag of tortilla mm-hmm. chips versus how much it would be to buy all the ingredients to make tortilla corn tortillas and then turn them into chips, it was just like yeah it wasn't worth it. But still, I made I think like it was like some odd number like twenty three tortillas I think is what it worked okay. out to be. Um, so like that's enough for two separate nights where we have beans everybody can have a tortilla (laughs) so i was like that's cool and then uh the bread i made two loaves and i i tripled the recipe so that because i realized that the recipe was calling for a pan that was bigger than our than amy's cast iron pans Mm -hmm. but smaller than 
uh nikki's pans okay so i had like if i make if i made it and i we don't like using amy's pans uh amy's cast iron bread pans because we want sandwich sized bread and so like those are great for like dessert breads because then it's like the perfect size you cut it up and it's a nice like that's what i made the banana bread in but the and the bigger loaves are better for sandwich bread because it's just it's bigger it's a bigger slice of bread yeah and so I made I made it in that and I've been trying to gauge, you know, the size. And even then I may just I may quadruple it to get that perfect spilling over the sides look that everybody else always has, especially like store bought bread, because I don't have that in mine yet. So it's it's a process, but I I'm just I'm just happy because it was like the first the first time um was yesterday when we were sitting down for dinner the girls were told to make leftovers and lily went to go get a piece of bread and she was sad because the bread was stale mm-hmm. and i was like i didn't even know anyone was eating it i thought it was just sitting there but no they they've they've all been eating it and so they just didn't go through fast enough because i made the two loaves and then i planned on doing something with it i don't remember anymore at this point but um yeah so and oh and i forgot to tell you the yogurt was like a success Oh, awesome. They liked it. Okay, they thought it was so good. I literally, I didn't say anything to them. And I it's just so put, much cheaper. Yeah. I put it in, uh, I put it in bowls Weird. and I put a little granola on top of it, mm-hmm. gave it to them. And then they were like, you know, normally when they come in to eat breakfast, oh, thank you. Thank you. I was like, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I went and they sat down and then like literally all three of them. And I was like, it sounds weird. Cause I gave them a croissant with it. Um, and I was like, it sounds weird, but dip your croissant in the yogurt and lily was like well i was gonna do that anyways and then tabby kind of was like really and i was like just try it just try it (laughs) and they all like in unison dipped and then took a bite and they were like is this your is this the yogurt you made and i was like yes and they were like this is really good and i was like yay (laughs) and so they were excited about that because you know this tasty yogurt Mm -hmm. and i was like yes i did it and it's so much cheaper, and that makes it quite literally better for you. <laughs> I was like, it's probably going to be one of those things. And I, and I was like, and guess what? And they were like, huh? And I was like, it's Greek yogurt. And I tasted it after the flavoring and not being, you know, room mm-hmm. temperature. <laughs> and it does taste good. So that's it. Literally, that's so exciting. I'm like, I'm making things. I'm doing stuff. Yeah. I am successfully creating things that other people have been making for years, generations and generations. That's just become so modernized that you're losing the, you know, actual health benefits of half of the things. Like mm-hmm. that's part of the Like I, I want to figure out how to do like a strawberry banana yogurt because that's like my favorite flavor, but it's so hard to get banana to flavor anything because you have to just straight up put banana in it for it to taste like banana. So it's just, I'm, I'm trying to, I want to figure that one out, but like, I just keep thinking about like challenge all, accepted. <laughs> I just keep thinking. What about, about the freeze dried bananas? Literally, you could use those as a flavoring. Turn them, turn them into a powder. Put them in there, and they would hydrate in it. I can, I can try it. And yeah, it's worth <laughs> a try. Because I take those freeze dried bananas, I put them in my mouth, it just tastes like nice, strong, happy banana. So I don't know. Maybe that's the answer. Yeah. Okay. But either way, I'm just I'm excited because it's opened up a new world. Because it's like I can make jars and jars and jars of yogurt for a very cheap price and i could keep i get like it can literally be a regular part of our diet now because that was the biggest issue is that the girls love yogurt but it's just it's always so expensive to to support them having yogurt every single day but to make yogurt for the price of a gallon of milk and i didn't even use all of it to make two whole mason jars full of yogurt two different flavors 
Like, it's mm-hmm. like it's literally that's so worth it. <laughs> yogurt is so much more expensive to make to get an equal amount of yogurt from just tubs of yogurt flavored already. It is literally like three times the price. So it's just like I'm so excited. I'm like I've fa- I've found our first like big cheat. This is the first big one. Because, like, bread, it's one of those mm-hmm. things that, like, until we find a place that we can get, you know, the right kind of flour for, you know, bulk price, it's not going to, it's just really not going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing with, like, milk. We're getting milk all the time. I, like, it, it really comes down to figuring out either a place that we're getting butter for a lot cheaper or milk for cheap. Because then, you know, the making the butter just with that milk will be a, you know, dual purpose kind of thing. Right. So it's just we're I'm, I'm trying to figure those things out because literally we're at a point now where it's like, well, we can't get a cow. <laughs> so we <laughs> need to find somebody that's willing to trade milk for something else we have. I already or, have somebody who's willing to trade for literally for honey and for mushrooms. I've already. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> got to get the bees on it. Mm-hmm. I noticed again today that the, the two the two hives are the the one that's like I keep saying is like super active is still mm-hmm. extremely active yeah, literally every one. day. They're they're like insane. Like I'm scared that there's too many of them in there because mm-hmm. of just how active they are. And then the middle one um, is still just like they're not super active, but they're not dead. Yeah, they 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 come in and out. They're just not like like the other one is. Mm-hmm. No, the pink so. one. Yeah, I'm, and it's like I almost don't want to move it, but I'm going to move it. I'm yeah. you know because I I literally have a place to put them, and I want to put them, and um, I'm just worried about them being exposed to the sun as we get hot. You know, because that's yeah. one of the big things about Texas is. Apparently, along with us saying keeping the cold side cold on things, we absolutely get things ridiculously hot. So. Yep. I thought that that was the, the only thing that I was concerned about when you're talking mm-hmm. about moving them. Is I was like, that was the whole reason they were put over there. We were de- you know, going back and forth to mm-hmm. like four different places that did get shade. And that was one of them. And then we just decided, oh, yeah, that's fine because the, be- the, you know, the garden was already being put back there. And that was the original spot. And then the chickens got put there. Well, what, I'm thinking, like, what I'm thinking of and since that is where that plant that refuses to freaking die is yeah. in that little pile is to go ahead and, and create a little patio right there and put them there because then what it's going to be cyrus's backyard you know what i mean it's like i and and that area is almost shaded all day i mean mm-hmm. it literally so that's 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 all I, i'm thinking about and yeah i remembered when i was looking at it so um i'm pretty you know i, I, I just i have options and i want to make sure that if I move them, I move them into a better place is what I'm trying to make sure that I do. So that's that's something that's important. And I know how heavy that those things are going to be. So it's not exactly like I'm just going to pick it up and walk it on over. So mm-hmm. it's going to be, you know, fun um, to do that. So I'm, I'm definitely looking at that. But, yeah, we so we definitely have options. And time-wise, we're good, right? Go Okay, so... Yeah, and so this weekend we got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, just to let you know, the I just talked to the wood shavings guy, and he says that he won't have any even for uh, like two months. So he's expecting it in a month or two tops, is what he's saying. So, so you know, definitely, you know, it, but it is something. I mean, three dollars for a big, huge bag, and to know that, like he said, five of those bags will probably fill up the back of the truck type situation. It's like, yeah, that that works. And what about so. his? Uh, yep, water he's bags? got them. Already got them. Already oh. talked to him. So he's waiting for me to tell him when we'll come on out. So, <laughs> nope, already ahead of you. They used to store olives and uh, pickled uh, garlic. So, yep, we're good. They're just oils, basically. So and so yeah. So join us this afternoon. 
We will uh, be doing our free for all, our afternoon dive. We got a drive. We got a few things to talk about. And uh, then we're going to have a great weekend and a long weekend. Stay safe. And thank you so much for joining us. And once again, this has been the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I've been Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we just want to remind you that which does not kill you is lazy and is watching you do all this work and getting tired watching. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.